It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Thank you for listening to the Black and Gold Hockey Podcast. Please support the show by subscribing to and leaving a five-star rating for the show on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Podbean, SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, and any of your favorite podcast platforms. You can also support the show by going to our website, blackandgoldhockey.com, where there's always exciting articles by the BNG writing staff. While you're there, don't forget to click on the fanatics.com banner for a great sports fan shopping experience. Are you, are you done yet? We're Black and Gold Hockey Podcast is powered by BetOnline.ag and in partnership with the Black and Gold Production Sports Media Company. This is Season 6, Episode 260, and we kindly ask that you please subscribe to our weekly Bruins Hockey Talk on all worldwide audio podcast platforms and video content on our related Black and Gold Hockey Podcast YouTube channel. I'm your host, Mark Allred. We are minus one today. I um, got my booster on Monday, did not feel well at all on Tuesday, which we were supposed to do a full episode with an interview from a Bruins prospect, but instead I'm doing this a day late. Still not feeling great, but I got to get this podcast out. So it's going to be a short pod this week. But I do have two guests. One of them is Dom Tiano, who who I've had on the pod before. A great gentleman, awesome uh, writer, and uh, passionate everyone's fan. But Dom worked with the Oshawa Generals and gotten an interview with one uh, one of the Bruins prospects, and that is Brett Harrison, uh, 2021 third round selection. And Brett sat with me and Dom. Dom and I, and um, had a, a really fun conversation. I got to learn a little bit about this tremendous young man. And um, I can't thank Dom or the Oshawa Generals organization enough for this opportunity. 
Uh, but before we get to the interview, I do want to talk about show sponsor, BetOnline.ag. BetOnline.ag has you covered this holiday season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. As football continues, it's March through the College Bowl season and pro football playoffs. BetOnline.ag remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just enter our promo code CLNS50, that's CLNS50, to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline.ag has the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. So don't wait to take advantage of all these new amazing offers available. BetOnline.ag, where the game starts. All right, we just heard myself talk about BetOnline.ag. Fantastic website. If you're into gambling a little bit, please do it safely. But if you do go and set up a free account, please use that code CLNS50. Um, without further ado, let's get to the interview um, that Dom and I had with Boston Bruins 2021 draft pick Brett Harrison. Enjoy. And as mentioned in the beginning of this program, we do have a very special guest, actually two special guests. I'm in collaboration with my friend Dominic Tiano. Dom, how's it going? Great, Mark. How are you? I'm doing very good. Thank you very much. Awesome. And I w- want to thank you for the opportunity for uh, doing the legwork to get this interview of this uh, tremendous young man. I'm looking really forward to uh, talking to him personally. And um, yeah, it's uh, it's a prospect that I'm really high on. And um, I'm, I just can't wait to see him get back on the ice after all this nonsense with the pandemics going on and, and you know, back to proper development. But um, again, I just want to give a shout out to the Oshawa Generals organization, Dom, and everybody else that was involved in this um, amazing process. Uh, I'm truly, truly grateful. Oh, it, it was, well, as you know, it was difficult to set up with uh, them being in protocol. You couldn't get in touch with anybody. So, uh, but we finally got Brett uh, to come on. So this is going to be good. Absolutely. All right. And with the, Without wasting any more time, we do have Boston Bruins third round selection in the 2021 NHL draft and currently playing in the OHL with the Oshawa Generals. We have Mr. Brett Harrison. Brett Harrison, welcome to the Black and Gold Hockey Podcast. How are you doing, sir? I'm good. And how are you guys? Doing great, Brett. Thank you. Hope you had a good holiday. And I heard you were back out in the ice practicing today. Yeah, um, I've been here for about a week now. So, uh, yeah, we've been uh, practicing, just getting ready for uh, three games this weekend. Awesome. awesome. Oh, so, so you guys are going back, right? Yeah, yeah, we're uh, we're playing the games this weekend. Um, I don't think there'll be uh, any fans in the stands for, uh, for a couple of weeks here. But, uh, yeah, we're continuing to play. Excellent. That, that's a shame. So, uh, Brett, I caught a kind of uh... – Funny question and uh, uh, kind of a serious question to start out. So I'm going to go back to the NHL draft in 2020, the year before you were picked. And 
I found a photo of you as a youngster in a Bruins jersey. Um, and I believe it was your mom that had posted it. And I, I, I tweeted it with the message uh, that said, um, I don't care what the Bruins do with their 2020 pick. I want them to keep their 2021 pick and draft this kid. And uh, so fast forward to the 2021 draft. And when you got selected, somebody said, hey, Dom, remember this? And showed me a capture of my tweet. And I go, yeah, I remember that now. Thanks for reminding me. But uh, you had a lost season due to the pandemic. And I know... I know enough people that cover the OHL that a lot of them said that you could end up being the steal of the draft. Did it play on you that year, knowing that it could affect where you you went in the draft? And did you have any talks with the Bruins beforehand and have an inclination that they were going to take you? <clears throat> yeah, the... The year off was, uh, it was hard for everyone, but uh, yeah, especially me, I really, also, we were going to have a real, real good team and uh, maybe host the Memorial Cup. So I would have been, uh, I wanted to be a really big factor on that team and uh, show myself for the, for the upcoming draft. But yeah, I was uh, coming, coming closer to the draft. I was talking with Boston and uh, many other teams, but I wasn't really too sure uh, where I was going to go or like what round or or what team but no I'm really thankful uh, I came to Boston and obviously I've been a lifelong fan yeah. ever since I was born so uh, yeah it's uh, it's definitely a dream come true well I, I have to tell you the generals have always been good to me uh, uh, getting Jack Stadnika and Kyle Kaiser on yeah. for uh, for podcasts I even did a Jack Stadnika signed jersey giveaway and tried to arrange one for yours this year but uh for some reason we weren't able to get it done in time and the season had already started but mark will remember the one that we uh we did with jacks to a few years ago um brett uh the 2021 2020 21 season was obviously just shut down and uh the ohl was just uh it was just a, a mess but you were fortunate enough to go over to Finland and play for the V team. Could you tell me what experiences you gained from over there playing on a bigger sheet of ice? Yeah, um, Finland was a tremendous experience. Uh, I went over there just with another guy on Missis- he play- who's playing for Mississauga, Nicholas Kanadi. And I was just living with him uh, in my own apartment. So, uh, yeah, I got to learn some lifelong lessons, just cooking my own meals and cleaning my own apartment. So, uh, it was it was uh, it was good in that way, and also uh, to the hockey side, it was good to just further my development because everything in Ontario here I couldn't even really practice, so I just uh, got to stay on the ice. And uh, yeah, it was a different style of play. I would say in Finland it's more puck protection and uh, more they they didn't really like to throw it away, which is which is good. And I want to keep that keep that back here. And they just they're really strong and they're. Uh, they're hard on the four check. And yeah, so I definitely uh, gained some different parts to my game as well. So um, when, when you came back, uh, obviously you were named uh, an alternate captain um, with Oshawa this, this season. Uh, Other than the 
hockey part of it, what experiences do you hold uh, the most with you when, when it comes to your time overseas? Yeah, um, I would just say just the experience living on my own. Uh, just I really got to uh, experience that because here in Oshawa, I'm still with a, uh, a billet family. So um, but living on that was the first time living my, on my own. It was across the country. And uh, so I had to uh, do my my own pregame meals. And uh, yeah, so that was definitely hard, uh, something to get used to. But no, I think I uh, handled it well. And it uh, really helps me for uh, for pro hockey moving forward. I got a, a little bit of a fun one for you. I'm looking at your elite prospects right now, and I see that you played for the junior uh, London Junior Knights, and you were born in London, Ontario. Um, was it um, as a kid growing up? Was it a dream to play for the uh, for the the OHL Knights at one time? Yeah, uh, actually, I had season tickets for the Knights. Uh, my family did for 13 years. So yeah, every Friday night, I would always. Uh, <laughs> always go to all the Knights games and yeah, it was definitely a dream of mine, but no, Oshawa is a tremendous spot. And, and uh, yeah, I love it here. Yeah. I live in Stratford, so it's just a hop, skip, skip and a jump. I get to a lot of Knights games, um, but you mentioned billet families, Brett. And over the years I've had the, I've written a couple of, of interview or stories about billets and the <clears> role that they play and uh, got to interview um, a couple of uh, really nice families. I actually have one set up to do Fabian Lysel's billet family out in Vancouver. And um, because people that, that pay attention to the pro game don't really understand the important role that they play for, for someone like you uh, playing junior hockey, can you tell us a, a little bit about the important role that they play? I mean, we all hear they're like second families uh, to to hockey players, but they play a role for you on the ice and off the ice as well, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, my billet family, I've ever since my 16 year old, and right now I've still been with the same family, and uh, yeah, I really. I really like, yeah, they're like a second family to me. And uh, they have uh, two younger kids. So sometimes just coming back to the rink and just playing a little mini sticks with the kids, it's really fun and just gets my mind off things. And uh, yeah, it's, uh, they're obviously really nice, great food. So um, uh, it's always yeah, about the food, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So um, yeah, it's, uh, it's awesome here. Uh, Brett, you represented Team Canada in the U18 tournament and uh, won a gold medal. I, I'm curious about what it felt like to represent Canada and um, to get two goals in seven games. Yeah, um, that was a really deep uh, Canada team. We had an unbelievable team. And uh, yeah, so representing Canada was obviously a tremendous feeling. And uh, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun in Texas, although... We didn't get to see too much. It was mostly just rink to hotel with the COVID protocols. But no, it was uh, it was an awesome tournament, and uh, it was great group of guys, and uh, I would say one of the best teams I've ever played on. Yeah, those that that team was a great team. Um, more to your time uh, this season with uh, Oshawa. Uh, 
you play a lot with Ty Tulio, uh, Cal Ritchie, uh, Stuart Roloffs. Mm. Now that the Oshawa acquired him a few weeks ago, uh, Ryan Stepien. Uh, you just acquired uh, um, Cam Butler from the Niagara Ice Dogs about an hour ago. Uh, yeah. They're all good players and easy to play with, but so are you. So tell me, um, how do you have to adjust your game playing with different types of players? And um, obviously, coaching staff is going to juggle your lines around a bit here coming up. So, um, and and a follow-up question to that is, do you feel more comfortable at center than you do on the wing? Because I know you you've had some time on the wing as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would say, um, I feel most comfortable in the middle at center. And, uh, I think that's where I'm going to be, uh, be played, uh, from here on forward. So yeah, but anyways, I can play, I can play wing as well, but no, I think I do feel most comfortable up the middle and, um, uh, with my teammates. Yeah. We have a tremendous uh, group of forwards, uh, here in Oshawa, and yeah, it doesn't really matter uh, which line mates that I have. Uh, I just like to go out there. I really like to communicate with them. So we're all on the same page. But yeah, I enjoy. I think I'm. Uh, I've played most of the year with Ty, and I think that's we're gonna stick together. So he's a he's obviously a tremendous tremendous player drafted to Edmonton, and uh, yeah. So uh, I think we're gonna have a really good second half. Yeah, you guys are killing it on the PP this year, man. Boy, what a power play. Um, with, with the return of the OHL and Oshawa Generals and uh, this weekend, um, I'm curious. You, you had some really good numbers in your rookie season, and um, this year you have 15 goals, 13 assists, 28 points in 23 games. Was there anything that you've done differently over the off season to to increase that compete level? Yeah, um, I just. I'm still uh, trying to get bigger and stronger for sure. I'm just going to, I'm in the gym every day, still in Oshawa. So I'm uh, still building my strength, but yeah, in the off season, uh, I have a great, great uh, training group with uh, different NHLers, um, including Jordan Cairo, Nick Suzuki, Bo Horvat. So yeah, I have a great group in, uh, in London and yeah, so we really push each other to uh, make, make ourselves better. Tell me about a little bit about your experience at development camp and seeing a guy like Brad Marchand coming in and talking to you guys. Um, you have to have the world of respect for him to, to do something like that. What did it mean to you and how was your time at camp? Yeah, camp. Um, I learned so much at camp and uh, yeah, just seeing how, just from for them watching them all the years growing up and now being on the same ice with them was uh, pretty cool and see their That'd practice habits. Real. Yeah, Brad Marchand in practice is just unbelievable. And uh, yeah, so I really respect um, all those guys and yeah, and how hard they work. And uh, yeah, so camp was uh, a lot of fun and uh, it took a lot of things uh, back here to Oshawa from camp. I, I want to dovetail on uh, on his question a little bit. Um, what did you think about the city of Boston, and more particularly the the new training facility, the Warrior Ice Arena in Brighton, uh, Massachusetts, that opened, I believe, in 2018? Yeah, that practice facility is beautiful, and especially uh, 
our room downstairs and in, in the lounge and uh, just the, the gym. It's, it's, yeah, it's an unbelievable facility. And uh, the city I've actually, I've been to Boston once before, but okay. uh, so I, <clears throat> I forget what year I think it might've been 2017 Boston was playing Carolina in the playoffs and my family was going to go down to see game five, but Boston swept them. So uh, <laughs> we uh, still decided, we still decided to go and we saw a couple of Red Sox games. So and toured uh, Boston. So no, it's, it's an unbelievable city. Excellent. <laughs> were, were you hoping for this, for it to go the fifth game or were you hoping for the sweep? Well, obviously the sweep is, is ideal, but um, yeah. you know, to see a game in Boston would have been pretty cool. I had to ask. So um, how often do you talk to anybody from the Bruins now? I know Bob Weddick is the, uh, the Bruins OHL scout and uh, um you know, I see him in the rinks a lot. How how often do do you talk to anybody from the Bruins now? Yeah, um, they're obviously checking in on me, um, Jamie Langenburner and Adam McQuaid as well. So uh, yeah, they're just checking in, seeing how my season's doing. They're gonna come down and see me after Christmas, but yeah, I don't know what COVID's gonna. If they're gonna allow that now. Yeah, but yeah, they. Um, obviously they're keeping in touch and uh yeah they uh sending out video and uh just doing whatever they can to help me succeed as mentioned you were um a third round selection of the boston bruins in 2021 um i i i ask this often but i always want to know the emotions of of when it happened even though it was the third round and so on you still have to respect it you you got picked by an nhl team but um, also, where were you? Were you surrounded by family and friends? Yeah, I was. I was in London at my house, and yeah, I was watching with my my parents and my sister. And then, <clears throat> yeah, once I got picked, it was it was an unbelievable feeling, and especially to Boston, since my whole family's Boston fans. And um, my grandpa, my grandpa was best friends with Gary Doe growing up, so nice. we've always uh, we've always been Bruins fans. And then. I celebrated with uh, some friends and family afterwards as well. Awesome. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Did they not show up on your doorstep with the jersey, Brett? Or did they send you a jersey? Um, no. That was, they sent no. you a jersey, didn't they? No? No. That must be somebody else I'm thinking of. Yeah. I Well, I, I got I got my draft jersey when I, when I came to Boston. Okay. So... <clears throat> I'm I'm j- just like I started 2020. I'm I'm going to throw this out uh, that I hope the Bruins have their uh, 2023 first round pick and uh, pick teammate of yours in Cal Ritchie. Um, yeah, I'm, so tell I I know you've got a bunch of leaders on the team with yourself and Tulio and Leighton Moore on the back end and Stepien. Obviously, this is a different time for him now. He's he's got this year and next year to play through. Uh, how are you? And I, I should add Stuart Rolops as well. This is his draft year. How are you helping them through uh, what you've gone gone through? And even though you had to go through a more difficult situation, yeah. Um, Cal is an unbelievable player. He's so skilled, smart. He's got the full package and. Yeah, I just um, 
I just say like, just, just keep getting better. Just keep asking for help uh, video. And yeah. So, but he's obviously he's, he's already a pro. He's staying on after practice, just working on whatever. And uh, yeah. So he's uh, he's obviously been a really big part of our season so far. And um, yeah, going forward, he's going to be uh, a really special player. Brett, last month you played the Peterborough Peets and had a, your first career four-point game, um, and it was a four-to-one victory. Um, tell me your thoughts on that game and and how you how you uh, move forward with your point production as it seems to be getting more and more consistent. Yeah, um, <clears throat> I try not to think too much about points, but um, I just try to do all the little things right in my game. And, uh, and and then points will come. So uh, yeah, that was a that was a great game against Peterborough. Um, battled hard. Obviously, they're a big rival of ours, so we want to uh, win every game against them. So um, yeah, it's always nice. Uh, it's always nice getting a few on the board, but uh, it's always nice being Peterborough as well. Okay, yeah, I I know that on Oshawa's side, uh, they've had some pretty uh, wild games over the years. Um, somebody asked me yesterday, uh, to describe Brett Harrison. And I went into my long winded description when, uh, I usually describe a player's game and they come back with a question that, that caught me off guard. And that was simple, but is he a shooter or a playmaker? And, you know, I had to think long and hard about that. And I said, you know, he's both. But he adjusts his game to who he's playing with. And for for an example, Ty Tulio is a playmaker, and you you always get into your into a position where he can get you the puck and get off what I consider an NHL caliber shot now, and and it works well. But when you're I, I when you're playing with Stepien, for instance. It's not that often. You're often, but you're more of a playmaker. Am I right on that? No, for sure. I don't. <clears throat> I don't consider myself. I, I consider myself uh, both as well. Like, yeah, like you said, I feel like I have a really great um, scoring touch and can bury the puck when I need so. But if the pass is there, obviously I'm gonna I'm gonna make the right play and uh, pass it over. So yeah, I consider myself. Um, both a playmaker and a uh, shooter, um, just different points of the ice and different situations. Yeah. I I particularly like the, some of the games that I've watched this year, more or less is when uh, a Bruins um, prospect is drafted. That's when I start my, my tape on, on players. But in some of the games I've watched on CHL, on the CHL network, the live streaming platform, I really like the, how you can curl you know, you, you, you uh, cycle really well, but it's that drop pass and you are absolutely ready for a cannon. Is that a particular play that you really like? Yeah. Um, I work, I work on that, um, on practice as well. And, uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm always, always ready to shoot, um, when I'm in the offensive zone and, uh, yeah, just try to get pucks in that as much as possible and can create, rebounds or go in myself so yeah i'm always uh ready to shoot and uh yeah i'm always uh i'm ready for uh, whatever play that uh happens 
So I, w- I want to go back to your your lethal power play in Oshawa for a minute, if I can, Brett. Um, so sometimes you're there as the net front presence. Um, you're creating havoc and, and causing a screen. It doesn't necessarily always show up on the scoreboard, but is key to, to a successful uh, power play. And then there are other times where I've seen you lined up on the point. How difficult is it really for, for you to be on the point um, as, as opposed to wanting to be that net front guy? Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's obviously uh, a little different. Um, when I'm on, uh, when I'm on either half wall, it's, uh, obviously the puck is on my stick more than, uh, I would be net front and, but no, I, I do enjoy both positions, but for net front, uh, I think I'm a good net front. Um, I'm a big, big body and yeah, I yeah. will screen the goalie and, uh, bury rebounds in front or pop off to the side and make a, make a good pass to the bumper back door. So yeah, I, I enjoy both positions, but uh, yeah, net front is uh, somewhere where I can uh, produce, produce with uh, goals or just uh, screens for uh, my teammates. Just if I can touch on that quickly, Mark, do you work on, on deflections and tipping pucks in at practice at all? Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, we usually go on early with uh, the the guy who runs our power plays, Curtis Foster. So yeah, yeah. we uh, we get our uh, we get our unit out on the ice and we run through some some point shots, some some seam plays, and uh, yeah, it's uh, it's something that we work on quite a bit. So yeah, it's uh, it's really good to see us uh, succeeding so far. Uh, last one for me, Brett. Um, you did mention something about you're always working on getting bigger and stronger in your development, but um, when you see yourself like maybe a year or two years down the road and you might be signing an entry level deal with the Boston Bruins and you might be going to the Providence Bruins for a short time and then possibly the NHL. What, what are you preparing yourself for, for that professional life? Yeah. um, I do. I do still need to be in the gym, put on some pounds and, uh, and work on my skating. Uh, I've been, uh, working with uh, power skating in uh, the off season and uh, also here in Oshawa. So yeah, I think uh, if I just work on those two things that would uh, really grow my game and uh, I'm going to continue to, uh, to keep working on all aspects of my game. And uh, yeah, I think I still have a lot more to grow into and uh, to add to my game. So yeah, it's uh, I'm excited for the future. I've got one more for you also, Brett. And and I think I know what the answer is, but I'll let you you tell it. Who do you try to model your game after? Um, yeah, I think the the answer is Patrice Bergeron, and uh, as he's yeah. an unbelievable leader, he's a great captain, and also mm-hmm. um, he's really reliable on both sides of the puck. And um, yeah, you just. Uh, you don't see him uh, making many mistakes, and no. he's just always, always in the right spot. I don't know if you know Billy Jaff. Well, you probably know Billy Jaffe and Andrew Raycroft. They do an awesome yeah. uh, uh, podcast, and they were talking today on about whether he's a first ballot Hall of Famer, and I'm like, no doubt, no doubt. Yeah. So good guy to to uh, to try and model your game. 
after. Um, and I actually, I got one more for you. I, and I know you're not going to answer this one, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Is there any chance that, um, once your season is done in Oshawa, you sign your entry level contract and finish out the year in Providence? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, that's a little, um, yeah, I know. Bad. I'm not going to, I, I don't expect you to answer that, but if I didn't ask, <laughs> I'm going to have people messaging me. Why didn't you ask him? Why didn't you ask him? So, uh, we just did and you don't have to answer, but there you go. Brett, personally, I want to thank you for taking the time out to, uh, to join us. It was great, man. And, uh, continued su success in Oshawa. Uh, I'll be out there when we're allowed back in the arenas again to, uh, I don't usually make the drive up to Oshawa a lot because it's like a three hour drive, but I catch you in other rinks and uh, I'll be keeping my eye out on you for sure. I do just want to say thank you very much for your time, Brett. Truly appreciate it. Um, Dominic, again, a class act, my friend. Thank you so much for setting all this up. This has oh, been my amazing. Pleasure, Mark. I've had a lot of fun. I'm learning a lot more about, about these players when you get to talk to them and so on. But um, with that being said, that's it for the, uh, the Brett Harrison interview. We truly appreciate everybody listening. And um, thanks again, guys. Awesome. Thanks, thank Brett. All right. That was the interview. I cannot thank Dom Piano enough for setting this up. And I can't thank the uh, Oshawa Generals organization enough for uh, allowing this to happen. And obviously, Brett Harrison can't thank him enough for spending uh, a half an hour of his uh, night uh, getting, you know, he's, he's busy and I, and we, we totally appreciate that. So it was a fun interview. Great to get to know this uh, tremendous uh, young man and looking forward to working with Dom in the future on uh, some more collaborations like this with some Bruins uh, players and prospects in the future. Again, I just can't thank everybody that um, was involved in, in this whole process. Um, but with that being said, um, my name is Mark Allred. I'm the host of the Black Gold Hockey Podcast, and this is episode 260. We will be back next week for a full two-hour episode as we normally do, but it was just this week was the, the booster and the sickness after, so we're just trying to get back into the, the swing of things. But again, thanks for the support. Thanks for the retweets, the shares, the interactions. Follow me on Twitter at blackandgold 277 Please uh, uh, go to the blackandgoldhockey.com website and read all our articles and obviously um, subscribe to the podcast on, on you know, uh, Apple Podcasts and Spotify and iHeartRadio and so on. So um, thank you very much and uh, we'll talk next week. Peace out. Thanks again for listening to and supporting Black and Gold Hockey Podcast. Please share the show with your friends and family and don't forget to subscribe to and leave a five-star rating for the show on your favorite podcast platforms such as Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Between shows, help us keep the Bruins talk going by visiting our website, blackandgoldhockey.com, by sending an email to blackandgoldhockeyblog at gmail.com, and by following the show on Twitter at blackandgoldpod. Peace out.